I'm Tommy Salmons. This is Year Zero. truck smoking a cigarette drinking coffee playing with the puppies so any noise or disturbances please forgive me i had recorded an episode i was planning to release this morning <clears throat> after i had talked with matthew ho and uh after texting with scott here the last few minutes about what i was what the release was based upon I decided it might be pertinent to come back in here and record a different episode um, and and release it so this is kind of an unexpected release um, at least as far as recording it goes so any noises that that you may hear I I do again I apologize Um, this little demon is trying to eat me yeah, yeah. So he he knows I'm talking about him. So anyway, um, before I get moving, some of you know, many of you know, I guess, that um, the other day my brother was shot in the stomach twice. He's fine. He's stable. He was released from the hospital uh, yesterday. And uh, he's just got to watch for infection and all that good jazz. Um, but that being the case, he has medical bills that he's going to need to take care of. So make sure you go over to his website, bossbrodiamonds.com, and get you, you know, buy you a shirt, buy you a beanie, you know, a pipe, whatever you're into. It's for all your dabbing needs, your dabbing essentials bossbrodiamonds.com they have a really cool I like the I like the sour goat shirt with uh it's got the this fucked up looking cracked out goat head on the front and on the back it's the goat's ass shitting out uh nuggets so I like that it's a it's a pretty cool shirt so go over to bossbrodiamonds.com help help that dude out with his with his medical bills Nobody, you know, things like this come as a shock. You don't, you don't wake up in the morning and think that you're going to get shot and have to handle these kind of medical expenses. And, uh, I don't even know if this is going to be releasable because this little bastard is just being a monster. He's being a little monster. Let me see if I can get a hold of his rope without him getting a hold of me. Uh, 
should keep them quiet. Also, go to libertarianinstitute.org. You're always able to donate to the libertarianinstitute.org. You can sign up for monthly donations or just a one-time donation. Help out Scott and Pete and Sheldon Richmond and Kyle Anzalone. Uh, I appreciate them offering me space on their blog to to write and to uh, post my podcasts, you know, uh, as I see fit. And uh, I really appreciate those guys over there at the LibertarianInstitute.org. <coughs> and uh, they do a lot to to spread the news of liberty. And uh, they're I know they're looking to hire some new writers this year and and get some more books put out. So so go give them go show them some love, give them some support at the LibertarianInstitute.org. Also, antiwar.com is where I read all my anti-war news. Antiwar.com. It is uh, the best place to go to read up on foreign policy and for use for for use peoples for use peoples that don't read. For use motherfuckers that can't count to your can't count to tooth. There's always the Scott Horton show. Scott Horton has the best interviews, over 5,000 interviews on foreign policy. And uh, so go over to the Scott Horton Show. Pretty sure the website is scotthortonshow.org. If you can find it at the libertarianinstitute.org and at antiwar.com as well. And uh, so that's that's all that's all I got as far as advertisements. But otherwise, I know you're a little monster. Yeah. Okay. So this is going to be hard for me to focus. So I may not release this. We'll see what happens. Um, With the death of Soleimani, the news has been extremely focused on on uh, Iran and Iran's response um their response was pretty eh. they shot 12 miss- missiles at two different bases i think one base was called ebril something like that ebril uh base which uh, houses a lot of cia and then there's al-assad air base in baghdad which is what Y'all have been hearing the news talk about a lot is the Al-Assad Air Base. It's the base that Trump said he didn't want to abandon because so much money was spent on it, which strikes me as as odd. Trump talking about not wanting to waste money, Um, but whatever. That's that's a story for another day. Um, My my take on this is probably kind of generic it's it's not really i don't think it's that big of a deal um it appears that iran gave the u.s uh notice through iraqi and swiss channels hey don't eat the chair um through iraqi and swiss channels the u.s uh was given notice by iran as to the missile strikes some of the missiles were duds Weren't, weren't weaponized at all. 
I've I haven't seen or heard of any damage. Um, it looks like it was just, you know, um, a way for the Iranian government to to posture and send a signal to their citizens that they're not they're not going to sit around and be a bitch. So, other than that, there there's not really much to talk about there. Um, Trump said he was not looking to escalate after the Iranian response and uh, Iran says they're not looking to escalate any further on the other side of things the story I think (coughs) excuse me most people are ignoring uh, is Muhandis um, being assassinated alongside Soleimani and um, the importance of of Muhandis in the eyes of the Iraqi people he was um he was a general of the PMF the popular mobilization forces within Iraq uh, the Kataib Hezbollah militia which thanks Everybody who did not um, correct me on mispronouncing Kataib. I had been calling it like Kubai and shit. And who knows? I fucking don't know where I got that from. It's Kataib Hezbollah. I should just say it over and over again until it's drilled into my fucking thick skull. But so um, he was a general. And for the PMF, and um, he's a big deal. You know, um, Hassan Hassan Nasrallah had said that, you know, basically a shoe, Muhandis or Soleimani's shoe is worth more than Trump's head. You know, so he he was a big deal. He was, he was overshadowed in many ways by Soleimani. But um, if there had been no Soleimani, uh, Muhandis would be much better known and uh, the U.S. would be much more aware of how big of a deal it is that he he is dead and uh, all that. So I had gotten into a conversation with Matthew Ho. Uh, most of you have heard him on Scott Horton's show. Ow, shit, he got me. That was my finger. Uh, most of y'all have heard him. Okay. Uh, most of y'all have heard him on Scott Horton's show. He's uh, He was stationed at Al-Assad in 2006. So he kind of understands the layout and, and what's going on there uh, much better than many other people do. And one of the things I was talking to him about, it was I was asking him whether or not the PMF actually were stationed at Al-Assad alongside um, U.S. Uh, forces. Because with the with the death of Mohandas, it's not a big stretch to believe that that these Iraqi forces, these Iraqi militia, would be looking to avenge his death. And if if they were if they had been stationed 
at al-Assad, which he, which he was able to verify through a source he has in Iraq that there are no such indications that PMF are actually on the base and have access to al-Assad. But the fact that the PMF are fighting next to the United States military um, shows that it's going to be dangerous for, for the military um, moving forward in that region. And um, talking to Scott, I was, I was asking, I was like, okay, so if, if Hezbollah, and he said, Sadir, um, I don't, I think I'm saying that right. Sadr, Sadir, S-A-D-R. Um, actually, they they came out earlier this week and they um, actually called for everybody associated with Sadir uh, to to stand down and to not uh, initiate or escalate any any further tensions. He said he thought that was probably the best news he had heard all week, and um, so that that is a good thing. That is one organization that that we don't have to think about but the truth of the matter is is that Hassan Nasra uh Nasrallah I'm sorry um of Hezbollah in in Lebanon called for freelancers and uh as Scott put it in a bin Laden style fashion to take action and that he is hoping that one day they will be able to put enough pressure on um the United States by attacking the United States military in the region and the military facilities in the region to get the U S to withdraw. Um, on the other hand, all the Shia militia that are going to find themselves without Muhandis leading the charge against ISIS and Al Qaeda in the region are capable of defeating U.S. military in the region. There's not that many troops there. There's 5,000 troops, I believe, stationed in Iraq. And uh, Trump had, you know, uh, signaled that he was possibly going to send another 3,500 um, of the 82nd Airborne into Iraq to uh, to bring in some more guns and more firepower. Um, I don't think that's going to help much um, it, unless you want to see um, a really big surge of United States military going into Iraq. I don't believe that it is feasible that the U.S. is going to actually stand up and fight against the Shia militia. And as Scott has pointed out to me a couple of times, that undoing what has been done in, in Iraq War II, uh, basically overthrowing the Sunni regime and installing uh, the Shia regime as the government of Iraq, um, is is not it, they they can't undo that. There's it's just not possible to consider going in there, sending in a mass amount of uh, military personnel into the region, and toppling the Shia regime that is that is in power at this moment. 
He just says that that it's just not even a possibility that it's something not even worth worrying about. So so the the concern becomes <coughs> excuse me again. Uh, the concern becomes does Hezbollah and uh, sympathizers, freelancers do are do they begin to carry out attacks on military personnel and facilities in the region in order to try to push the United States out of the region? And uh, do they do they work with the Shia uh, Iraqi military and regime there in Iraq in order to create such discomfort among the American soldiers that there's no choice but for the U.S. to leave the region. And as I told Scott, maybe, you know, as, as horrible as that could turn out to be, not only for the military men and women of the United States, but for the Iraqi people and how deadly that could prove to be for many citizens of Iraq, maybe that pain is needed in order to create the atmosphere that that will um, force the hand of the United States to pull troops out of the region. I don't see it. I don't think it's going to happen tomorrow. I don't think it's going to happen even in the next year. Um, but I think it's a very, very good possibility that in the next few years, you could you could see a lot of pressure coming down on the United States military to move out of the region, especially after the resolution that the Iraqi parliament had voted on. Um, what was the last last Sunday? I think it was. I don't I don't even remember. I've been out on the road. And uh, so time kind of kind of all blends together. Those of y'all who have driven truck or do drive truck, y'all know y'all know exactly what I mean by that. Um, so other than that, I kind of think, I kind of think, uh, the, the, another narrative that, that a lot of people aren't talking about is the, the reasoning Trump has been given or giving, not given, giving for the assassination of Soleimani, um, other than, other than trying to avoid the conversation about Muhandis and, and treating the death of Muhandis as collateral damage, which I think is extremely dangerous. I also think that there's, there's something to be said about the, about the intelligence or information that, that Trump has been given and is in the reasoning that he's using to justify the, uh, the assassination of Soleimani. Um, you're talking about okay, so so Trump is getting his information from intelligence. The intelligence, um, ah, sorry, the intelligence agencies, CIA, DIA, um, naval intelligence, and the Pentagon. Ow. This little fucker just bit my goddamn nipple. Um, and 
you uh Jesus <clears throat> um I just kind of it's 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 almost to me it's it's strange because it's the same people the same entities that had assured the US that Trump was a Russian agent a Russian asset are now supposedly giving him good information and good intelligence surrounding the situation in Iran. They're telling the, the intelligence is, is suggesting that there was going to be a massive strike on the embassy in Iraq that, that, uh, there were potential of many more U.S. casualties due to IEDs in the, uh, being, being laid out in the region and the increase um, and an increase in hostilities between Iran and the U.S. Hold on, dude. Oh, he, I'm not where he can get to me at the moment and he is not very happy about that um and so i'm looking at it and i'm like well yeah but these are the same intelligence agencies that you were demonizing and and attacking for spreading the false information that you were a russian agent what what makes you think suddenly that you can take their word for it. And when you look at who Trump has surrounded himself with, you know, he calls Durham, Bull Durham. But who is Durham? What is he known for? Well, he covered up the torture programs. He refused to prosecute any CIA or military personnel that had committed war crimes and tortured POWs. Okay, so who's William Barr? You look at William Barr, William Barr was involved in covering up the BCCI scandal during the during the entire Iran-Contra debacle in the 80s. <clears throat> you look at Pompeo, he's CIA. Well, the CIA is responsible for much of the disinformation surrounding Trump. So I look at the people that he's surrounding himself with, the people that he's listening to, and I'm, I can't help but think, are these people intentionally leading Trump into a conflict with Iran, putting him in a position to where he's, he's in an unwinnable situation in order to ensure that he loses the election? in 2020 it's quite possible it, these people have, have have continuously these agencies have continuously attacked and attacked and attacked they've been come people have been calling them the deep state which okay i get that i like john kiriakou's um take on it and, and calling them the permanent government more than i like calling them the deep state but <clears throat> i do um i get the 
I, I do get the reference calling him the deep state. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's going to he's going to kill me as soon as I'm done here. Um, but other than that, I, I think that I think that um, we got to look at the possibility that they're setting him up, that he's been had and he's been given faulty information and intelligence in an effort to completely destroy his chances of reelection like that that's a complete possibility you know um with the he could he could very easily and and this is what i don't understand and this is what what is really kind of kind of bugging me he could very easily say you know what just a few weeks ago the afghan papers came out and in the afghan papers it revealed that these entities, these these intelligence agencies, the Pentagon, the, the military industrial complex and the administrations that were in power at the time were lying to the American people. And for 18 years, they've been lying about the goings on in Afghanistan and they've been lying about the progress being made and the potential of of actually winning a war in Afghanistan. And it is up to me as as your president that has been elected to to represents you and to fight these entities and to go toe to toe with the deep state it is up to me to ensure that no more lies lead to more american deaths and if he would take that position his supporters would not only his supporters but um, his supporters, libertarians, the anti-war crowd, you know, progressives would would show a massive amount of support for any decisions he made to pull out of these these regions and and to abandon this failing policy, the failed policy. It's already failed. I mean, they're just putting band-aids on bullet wounds at this point and just trying to save face in some way shape or form and it's not doing any good but if he really wanted to stick it to the quote-unquote deep state his best move would be would be that i'm no longer going to listen to their lies i'm no longer going to be coaxed into sacrificing the american people american men and women military personnel our bravest our finest our, however he wants to say it it for the purposes of lies and for the purposes of empire just so a few cronies at raytheon and boeing can get rich while at the expense of these young men and women and they're in the in the in the future that they the potentially bright future each and every one of them has within this country and and moving forward in their lives and the successes that they could occur in the families that they will uh inevitably you know um foster so i i think his his best battle plan is to stop with the tiptoeing in the the uncertainty about well um yeah we're we're a bad motherfuckers and we're gonna you know kill your top general because 
the same intelligence agencies that have lied about everything since World War One are telling us that you're going to kill Americans. And instead of going along with that, saying, you know what, this is this debacle has gotten out of hand. And these people are wasting lives, treasure and resources for their own personal gain. And I'm not playing this game with them anymore. We're pulling out of all of these places. We're shutting these bases down. We're turning this property back over to the Iraqi people, back over to the Afghani people, back over to the Syrian people. And we're not we're not going to be policing that region anymore. It is not in our interest or um, as a as an as a country to be over there. We're not defending ourselves against um but uh, against an aggressive enemy, we are simply aggressing against those that refuse to adhere to our primacy. And it is not in our in the best interest of the country's future or the country's present to continue on in these fucking disasters. So if I were him and I really wanted to fight the deep state, that would be the angle I went. I'd be like, y'all cry wolf over and over and over, and I'm just not going to believe anything you fucking say to me. So that's the way it is. We're going to have to not only remove our, our servicemen and women from overseas, we're also going to have to seriously dissect and and even in some cases completely disregard and um just trash just throw away these these agencies that continue to lie the u.s into war god this little fucker will not stop attacking me it's like the more i talk the the meaner he gets um (laughs) so Oh, you're going to whine now because I won't let you bite me, you fucking asshole? No. No, you're not going to bite me. Don't be a little asshole. Oh, shit, and it's hot in this fucking truck. Okay. Uh, anyway, so this is this is what I have to deal with every day, all day. And damn you, Pinky. Why did you have to go and die on me? Uh, anyway, um... So, yeah, I, I think that he's being played. I think he's being had. I don't think that um, – I mean, it's not big surprise that I don't believe the intelligence that's coming through and all the demonizing of Iran and, and this, that, and the other. I know Scott Horton and a lot of people at antiwar.com have gone above and beyond to prove – to disprove many of the narratives that are being – being used to justify war with Iran but even beyond that I think it's uh, I think there in order to defeat these these propagandists and the and the deep state actors that have been perpetuating these wars for so long that Trump is the could be a great vessel, a great instrument in coming out and just saying they're fucking lying to you and here's and, and we're not going to fall for their fucking lies anymore. 
And if he did that, so many people would rally around him. And at least on this, on this particular um, case, people would rally around him and say, yes, finally, somebody's telling it like it is. But I don't expect that to happen. I expect Trump to continue to expand surveillance powers. I expect him to continue to expand executive powers. And I expect the machine to keep on moving the exact same way it has been moving. I would, I would strongly, highly recommend watching Iraq here in the next coming months to see if there are any retaliatory attacks for the death of Muhandas. And I'm going to get off now because this little whiny thing is driving me up the wall. So I'm going to try to take him outside and see if he needs to use the bathroom. But other than that, man, y'all have a good one. I'm Tommy Salmons. Late.